The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. I'm your host, Raider Greg. Welcome to the show. The preseason is almost done. That means the cut to 53 is around the corner. We're going to talk about that and more here on show 572. Nation on today's show, we will have a post game for the Los Angeles Lambs. We're gonna hit on that a little bit, a uh, little bit about their practices, and huge bit about the egos between these two coaches. Oh man, you can feel it. We'll do a pregame on the 49ers or the 40 Winers. I can't stand these guys, I can't stand their fans. They are obnoxious as hell. Gosh, they're right up there with the Broncos with me. I can't wait to see this game. I hope we kick their ass for sure. The cut to 53, we'll talk about that for sure. We got the bone line calls rolling up, and we're doing a new section. We're going to do some blast from the past on the bone line. It's pretty damn funny, but it is very revealing about what we've gone through in the past as a fan base. Pretty funny, but pretty serious. (laughs) I'm not serious. I'm delirious. Especially when it comes to the bone line. We're going to hit on that. And that should wrap up this show, folks. So let's get to it for show. So before I get rolling here, I just have a few comments about, well, you know, how the game is covered. Uh, First of all, you never see any Raiders clips when it comes to the NFL. They're they're trying to ramp up the fans for a, a season. And I don't see any silver and black in any of these commercials. If it is, it's a split second, like a split second. But you do see the Cowboys. You do see the the Patriots, you do see um, Tampa Bay, the Buccaneers, you see the Broncos, you see the Chiefs, just don't see the Raiders, you even see the freaking Jaguars, but you do not see the Raiders, it just pisses me off and I have to say it because it does piss me off, the NFL is definitely not a fair league, that is for sure, and when it comes down to the 32 I think everybody should get a little justice, but then again, they don't feel that way because obviously uh, you don't see any Raiders clips. You don't see shit about the Raiders. Um, They're going to have to earn that. That's all I have to say about that. Let's talk about the L.A. Rams, my little lambs. Boy, there's two egos, Todd Mache and John Gruden. Two humongous egos in the room. I don't see how there could be any air left for anyone else with these two hammerheads in a room. And the reason I say that is they had a hell of a practice for the Raiders and the Rams. Matter of fact, it was on. It was on so much that McVay kind of got pissed off. And you could tell, and I'll tell you this for sure, because there were series in the preseason game where they put in their first string defense. Um, And it gave us some trouble, actually, big-time trouble. But it's funny because it was kind of an ego thing. I'm sure it was coach to coach. Um, I don't know what was said. I don't know what was heard. But I do know that these two guys clashed with their teams. Now, (laughs) 
Uh, Gruden's the old master, and of course McShay's the new master. And their offenses are very much alike. They like to do the same things. And I just believe that in these joint practices, the Raiders got the best of the Rams. It was not only reported by our homers, but their homers. Um, and I think they just got tired of hearing it. So they put on a good show on preseason. And if we play them in the regular season, it'll be on like Donkey Kong. But I'll tell you this. It was interesting to see the dynamics between the two coaches and the two coaching staffs there with the Rams and the Raiders. Uh, I think this was really beneficial to us other than the injuries we suffered. And we did suffer a few injuries um, because we don't have a deep linebacking core. So Nicholas Moreau got hurt and Javen White got hurt as well. I think Javen's Injury is far more serious. I think he's got a knee. I think he might have to have a scope or a procedure, which is a bummer because he looked really good this year. And I was looking forward to it. Nick Moreau, I think he'll be okay. I think he has a foot, a foot injury. Let's hope that it doesn't linger because he's really caught fire this season, especially having a true, true off season. Like most of our players, let's not forget Raider Nation, that they had nothing last year. Our draftees had shit. They had no practices. They were COVIDed out just like the rest of the country. So they didn't get a chance to blossom. So a lot of our players we drafted last year need to pull it together this season. They have their best opportunity to go far. Now, Nick Kawakowski, Kwiatkowski, whatever. Randy gets mad at me because I always mispronounce his name. Kwiatkowski. Nick Kwiatkowski. Kwiatkowski. Quick, quick, Kowski. He's still up. Corey Littleton's going to play much better in this in this defense because he actually has a role to play as opposed to Paula's defense. Don't get me started. Tanner Muse is looking real good. He's quick. He's instinctive. And if he can stay healthy, he could be there in the front, um, you know, <laughs> doing his thing. I like this kid. If he can stay healthy. Ashmore Bali, he's also, um, Bilal, excuse me, that's his name. He's also on the chart. Max Richardson and Darren Lee round up the third string. Now, Divine Diablo, which was a cornerback, we're trying to move him into the linebacker role. He's been hurt. So I don't know if we're going to see him this season. He's a draftee, so... We could hold them on the practice squad. There'll be 16 players, which is quite a few. Uh, they need that many for a 17-game season. Uh, matter of fact, I think there should be more allowed on the practice squad for all teams. Um, because there's so many injuries that happen, especially you know when teams get tired towards the end of the season. I guess that's football. I guess that's what they're, they're, they're counting on. But um, I don't know, man. I think there should be more players on that practice squad, especially for teams like us. <laughs> we need more players. And, you know, what can I tell you? Again, for all the preseason games, Nate Peterman looked really good. Um, solid. He did have interception. Another, another tip pass seems to happen quite a bit, but that's how he's getting his interceptions. Thank goodness he's not throwing directly to the other team, which would be a problem. Obviously. Now, we've had 17 to 18 starters not play in these games. I mean, no one's really played in these games. So in true NFL fashion, we really haven't seen our team, offense or defense. We've seen, seen bits and pieces of it on the field at different times, but we really haven't seen our entire defensive line do their thing. We've seen their off, our offensive line do their thing. But then again, there's, they're not doing a lot. So we really haven't seen our team. We'll see our team in the first game of the season when we have a hell of a first game in Las Vegas. You know, I'm going to tell you, it's going to be the toughest game of the season, I believe, for our team. But let me go on about this last game with the Lambs. We saw some things. We saw... Nate Hobbs show up big time. His instinctual play is obvious to everyone. 
But then again, against the third and second string, you just don't know. Uh, you see a lot of flashes of these young players, but until the real steel gets on the field, uh, the first stringers, then we'll know a fuzz show. Phylon, I don't know where they got this guy, but he is a freaking beast of a man on the defensive line. I like him. I like his tenacity. I like his attitude. And I like his effort. I think if we get all of our defensive linemen to have this kind of push, it could be pretty brutal. You know, Max and Cleland Farrell, um, Solomon Thomas. We, we have some pretty good defensive linemen that should be able to, in all reality, create pressure that we haven't seen in two years, three years, really. Um, all three years of Paula Gunther's, you know, disgusting defensive scheme. So to me, the defense looks quicker. It looks faster. Uh, just the way they're playing right now, even though it's not all our first stringers, I like the, the cadence, I like the rhythm, and I do like the tenacity and the speed of our defense because it seemed like their feet were in concrete the last three years. Now, I don't know about Carl Joseph making the team. He might, and he might not. Tyree Gillespie's climbing up here's rear end, faux show. Now, Meek Robertson showed himself in this game. He came out pretty good, too. They're going to have a tough time with this cutdown, I can tell you for sure. Um... Malcolm Kuntz was injured on a play in this game, came back in and made a great play shortly thereafter. I like his tenacity. I like his motor. Um, it reminds me a lot of Max Crosby. He just never stops going and going and going. I think he's a good player and we can really develop him, especially this year for crying out loud. Um, we have a pretty good defensive setup. You know, I like Kendall Vickers, Darius Stills, uh, Quinton Jefferson, Solomon Thomas. I mean, they're a solid group. I can't wait to see Solomon Thomas actually play. I think that he had a real bad time with the 40 Winers. I think they didn't give him a true chance. And I think the Raiders are going to give him a real chance. And we should see. Now, Yanaki Ngongwe. Yanaki Ngakwe. Yanaki Ngongwe is also um, a beast. And Carl Nassib is also a beast. We have to see these players play. I mean, I don't know if Gerald McCoy is going to make the squad. I hope he does. Just with his wisdom alone, he's helping these guys out. So we shall see. Um, special teams. I don't know if Jalen Richard is going to keep his job. Uh, he's been injured a lot in this camp. He's our usually return guy on the kicks. But we have Kenyon Drink and Henry Ruggs and DJ Turner and Dylan Stoner, for crying out loud. So we have a, a lot of guys that can return this ball. Uh, Jalen might be on the outs, I'm thinking, especially since we have some running backs that can definitely take his place. I mean, <laughs> B.J. Edmonds is looking real good, and Trey Regas is looking good, too. Now, they're playing against the second and third stringers. Now, Jalen deserves some respect. He's been around, but he just hasn't been available. So I'm thinking maybe not. Uh, maybe not. It's going to be a tough cut down, but I'm sure they can do it. I'm sure they'll keep Keelan Doss. And we haven't seen our offense actually play. We've seen our offensive line play, but we haven't seen Foster Moreau, really. We haven't we've seen Aitman. Uh we haven't seen Derek Carrier. Um we haven't seen Kenyon Drake. Grosek is a good guy. I like Garrett Grosek. <laughs> Groshek, I guess is his name. He's a beast. I love the way he plays. I think he's a good fullback. Maybe we'll have two fullbacks. Not, I'm not sure because Alec has been pretty stout and injury-free for the most part. Uh, we got a good, lot of cutdowns coming after this next game. Now let's talk about this next game too because um, 
this next game is special to me. So let's just leave the rams or the lambs lay where they lay. And that is all I have to say about that. I am a Raider fan, strictly in these Bayman. There's one thing I can't stand, and that's the 49ers. Now in the two preseason games the 49ers have played, they lost to the Chiefs in a decisive 1916. It was not even, the score doesn't say anything, the Chiefs were all over the Niners. But they beat the Chargers, um, and that's because they weren't playing their, their team either. So it's preseason games, you can't put a lot into it. But on Sunday, August 29th, at 1 p.m., the Las Vegas Raiders travel to not San Francisco, <laughs> but Santa Clara. That's why I call them the Santa Clara 49ers, because they're like four hours away from San Francisco as the crow flies. What a joke. It's a joke of a stadium, too, and it's a joke of a fan base. Sorry, but ha ha ha. Can't stand the 49er fan. Can't stand the 49er team. And son of rat, Shanna Rat. I hate seeing him smile. I hate his cocky bullshit attitude. It reminds me of his dad, and I certainly could not stand Shanner Rat. So Son of Rat is traveling in the same circles as his father. Uh, they're both rats in my eyes. I can't stand his post-game crap. He's a cocky prick. Pardon my language, but yes, the 49ers are not my favorite team. And as far as a coach goes... Yeah, he can pound sand and do a lot more than that. Now, I do expect our first team to play. I expect our first team defense and our first team offense, and I expect Mariota, maybe even Carr, to play. Not sure. Not so sure because it's always a mystery until game time. But it may be neither one. Peterman might be the guy they roll on out there because Marcus Mariota's had a a, a thigh bruise or a you know, thigh issue, uh, that seems to be his problem is staying healthy. And that's why I don't know who's going to come and get him. Now, I thought that maybe the Cowboys, since they're having trouble with their quarterback, their multi-million dollar man in his throwing arm, that they might come after Mariota because he is far better than anything that the Cowboys have in the second or third string as far as the quarterback go. The talks could be ongoing. I don't know. It's just speculation to me that a team like the uh, the Cowboys need a solid second stringer that can come in and play the game. And they don't have it. Their second string quarterback is crap, literally. At least we have one that I think we should keep. I think Mariota's a better player than Carr. And I think... I think, really honestly, that the coaching staff is afraid to have him out there because he's going to make Carr look bad because he's got some serious wheels and he can make plays happen. So I think that's the problem with having a guy like Mariota behind Carr is that uh, you don't want to unleash the dragon because once you do and you see Mariota starts kicking ass, are you going to go back to Carr? Why? Why would you go backwards? When you have a guy that's making it happen. I don't know. But that's why I think he's not playing. More so than any kind of injury. Trust me. I think Mariota's a better player. We saw it in one game. We saw it in one game. He came in to clean it up and almost beat the Chargers. Uh, I mean, really close to beating them. So I think the quarterback controversy the Raiders are trying to avoid are avoiding it by not playing Mariota. And it's not because he's hurt. It's because they don't want Carr to get his feelings hurt. And that's the truth for me. I mean, that that's it. <laughs> what else am I going to say? Because Mariota's got skills. And we've seen his skills on the practice field when he's practicing. We've certainly seen it on game film. But I, I don't know. I haven't seen Carr throw a pass since last year. You know, he's the biggest cheerleader on our team. 
I'd like to see him play a little bit. And if they're worried about him getting hurt, well, then we got to move on, literally. Because <laughs> why are we worried about players getting hurt when they're getting paid $40 million a year? Okay, I understand that. I understand that they want to try to keep him for the regular season. But, hey, man, if this offensive line doesn't work out, Derek Carr is not a run-out-of-the-pocket-make-a-play-happen guy. But Marcus Mariota is. Not that I'm starting a controversy, but what are you going to do if the line doesn't work out well? Uh, we do have a good running game. I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it. We're going to see it first on the first game of the regular season, which is going to be a freaking brutal, let me tell you. Now, the Ravens have owned the Raiders. Eight and three. That's the that's the all-time record the Ravens have over the Raiders. Last year, they were 11 and five and had a playoff berth. This is going to be a tough game. If we can beat this team, uh, we're going to look at huge improvements. But the defense, the defense will have to lead the field on that day. Now, I'm getting away from what I was looking at here, the pregame for the 49ers. Um, now, they have a car controversy with their quarterback, Jimmy G. Jimmy G. The GQ guy, Jimmy G, I call him Jimmy Q, GQ Jimmy, um, has fallen out of favor. And so they gave up everything, I mean everything, to get Justin Fields. This kid has a lot of talent, he's got a lot of skills, but he's only played really one game in the last year and a half. Uh, he's played a couple preseason games. He looks very good. He looks very good. We don't know who we're going to go against. I think we'll see Jimmy G as well. And we might see Trey Lance again. I'm not so sure. I do hope we do see a little bit of Derek Carr and a little bit of Mariota. But I have a sneaking feeling that all we're going to see is Nathan Peterman for the final game. Don't ask me why, but I just think so. I just don't think that the coach wants to take a chance on any more injuries and that's key. it seems to be the trend in the preseason. A lot of our extra activity as far as our hard practices have been off the field, on practices, like when we practiced with the Rams. Um, those days were hard. They were tough. Showed that we had some resiliency. But like I said, it's pre-freaking season, folks. Even though it looks good and it looks okay at times, we haven't seen the first team in defense or offense. That's what we have to see. I don't know if we're going to see that against the 49ers either. The jury's out. They say a lot, but who knows what's going to happen. Uh, I just hope that we beat the 49ers. I don't care if we beat them by 1 or by 21. I just like, I'd like the Raiders to come back to our home turf where there'll be plenty of Raider fans in the house and just demolish the 49ers, and let the, leave them with the excuses why they look so crappy. I, I don't want to see any reasons why we look so crappy in this last game. I just say we have to play our players in order to get them ready for our first game, which will be brutal, like I said. So on that note, uh, let's just beat those Niners. I can't stand them. I cannot stand the son of rat. And that is all I have to say. About that. Bad of the bone. 1-800-620-7181. It's free. It's a call. You can make it. Get on the show. Call the bone line. Throw us your bones, folks. It's time. Football is here. All right, the first caller of this show will be our first caller is Ruben from North Carolina. What do you have for us, my good storm-drenched brother? What's up, Raider Greg, Raider Nation? How's it going? This is Ruben from North Carolina calling in. Um, excited. Football's back. Preseason's back. So that means football's back. I'm excited. 
Uh, it was good to hear your voice again, uh, Raider Greg, after all summer long, not being able to hear your takes on Raiders football. I miss them. Um, it's my, uh, <clears throat> I feel like I was on, I need to, I was off the wagon. I was going through a draw, and I'm, I'm excited to hear your voice. I'm excited for football. I'm excited for Raiders football to be back. Um, I just listened to your last show, and once again, Greg, kudos to you and, and Rand, you and Randy for doing a good job of putting the show together. I, I, I would say you guys are the OGs, and you guys are the best. You guys are the uh, the mark of of doing a, a podcast when it comes to Raiders football. You guys are non-biased, and you give a true opinion no matter, you know, who may offend and whatever, but, it, you know, I really appreciate that. Um, I just want to talk about the bone line uh, on the last show. And uh, the, the one caller who called up and said who, who has a new son or child and um, wanted some advice on, on raising their child to be a Rays fan, here's my advice. You indoctrinate that kid. You tell him that Rays football is everything. No matter who's winning the Super Bowl, who's winning, whoever's the, the most popular team at the time, no, you just tell that kid that it's Raiders football and that's it. And if that kid decides to sway to a different team, you kick him out the house. Just kidding. You don't do that. You don't do that to your kid or the football team. But, um, yeah, just, you know, take him to the game, show the kid all the history, all the good games, all the bad games, all of the BS, all the good times, all the sad times, you know, what Raider Nation's gone through. And, uh, yeah, everything be all right. Just – just do that, and you'll be fine. Um, coming from experience, you know, I know what I'm talking about. Um, other thing I want to touch on is the criticism of Derek Carr. You know, it's nothing wrong with being an objective fan. Greg, you know that. You know, your show is being about being objective and telling the truth about the team. Um, yeah, you can blame a lot on the defense, but look at the red zone efficiency for the uh, Raiders this last few years. It's been really, really bad. And uh, that falls on the offense. And who's the leader of the offense? Derek Carr. Um, you know, from the one-yard line on one line line on the kickoff all the way up to the 20 red zone area, you know, we can, march, we can go up and down on the football teams like it's nobody's business. But once we get inside of 20, that's where the problems begin. Uh, we got to learn how to keep the defenses off you know, the Raiders defense off the field and keep the Raiders offense on the field and score points. And that's the field goals, but score points. You know, we got – the Raiders got to work better on that. I believe that if that happens, then, you know, we got a better chance of winning and stuff. And I want to give um, kudos to Mark Davis on the vaccine policy at the stadium. I know it's not a popular opinion. I know many people, um, members – of Raider Nation are against vaccines and masks, but being myself, um, who lost two family members this year to COVID and had other family members um, stay in the hospital for over two weeks and seeing the the horrors of people going through COVID, um, I wish nothing but the safety of everyone. I don't care, red, black, blue, um, even Broncos fans. I know that's just a joke, but um, I want everyone to be safe. I want us to come out of this pandemic um, stronger than ever. We're all Americans. We're all together. We're all in this together, and I just want everyone to be safe. And um, looking forward to the season. Um, everybody safe. Everybody back. Everybody having fun. And, um, yeah, and listen to what Greg said. You know, when you go out to represent Raider Nation, you know, do it with pride. Don't don't let these idiots' uh, perception of who we are come true. You know, in the media, they they shed a uh, a bad light on the Raider Nation, and we can do better than that. You know, we're all adults. We all we, we all can do better than that. Yeah, everybody likes to have fun, but just know your limits. You know, either you're at the tailgate, you're at home, or at the game. It don't matter. Just I just want everybody to be safe. Well, Greg. Raider Nation, um, it's going to be another fun year, hopefully. Hopefully it's a winning season, playoff season, maybe a Super Bowl season. We don't know. But uh, I hope everybody's doing, having a uh, good year so far. And I wish everybody the best. Talk to you guys later. Bye. 
Great freaking call, bro. I love it. I love it because you touched on so many subjects. Let's just talk about raising a raider as your children. Um, I really didn't have to push it on my kids. I kind of kidded around with them a lot. All it took for my kids were to go to a game. They went to a game and they saw who was having fun, who was doing the most fun. And that was us. There's nobody who parties like the Raider fan. There's just nobody. And as far as taking care of the little Raider fans, that happens big time at the Raider games. I know it did in Oakland. I never worried about my kids. Um, there was always a lot of respect around my wife. I got to tell you, maybe I was in a, some kind of a, a weird zone or whatever, but I was everywhere in that parking lot. And I'll tell you what, my kids are solid silver and black because they made their choice because they saw their fans. They saw their teams. They saw, they saw us and they chose to be with us, which is, you know, that's my advice. Take them to a game and let them see the fan base because that is the real deal. And that's where the passion comes from. I mean, there's no, <laughs> I've seen it. I've seen it. I've been to other stadiums. Trust me, nobody rocks it down like the silver and black because I've seen it time after time. As far as fan conduct, I don't need to beat a dead horse. Everybody knows. You know what's right. You know what's wrong. No one has to say anything to you. Just represent as you would. I mean, just be a good fan, period. Um, and as far as the COVID goes, I'm going to tell you, if you don't get a shot, then... You deserve every cold that you get to be freaked the hell out that you have the COVID. I lost three family members myself. I ain't jacking around here. Get a fucking shot or don't go to a game because I don't need it. And neither does anybody else need to get sick because of your personal fucked up rights to get everybody sick. That's my opinion and I'm sticking to it. Great call, brother. Thanks. And our next caller is the Blue Grass Raider. Good fan, good brother. What's happening, man? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Nation. Blue Grass Raider here. I got to tell you, Raider Greg, uh, after listening to the past couple of shows, first of all, I'll touch on a couple of things real quick. We whooped the Seacocks. I love it. Love it. I know it's just preseason. I'm getting excited, too. I really can't say nothing, but, you know, I, I know I'm going to throw my roll a little bit and just kind of just chill a little bit, you know, and just be ready for that. And uh, I'm really excited to see what we do against the Rams. I hope we beat them, depending on whenever this airs. But um, another thing, man, don't worry about, like, the power rankings and stuff, dude. I mean, that, you know, that stuff, I mean, that media garbage, they always count us out, dude. And then but then when we end up, you know, showing out in the season, they're like, oh, we do this the whole time. And No, you didn't. You counted us out two weeks ago. Stop it. You had us like 32 of 32. Knock it off. And so, <laughs> yeah, don't even worry about that, man. But anyway, about the game, the defense looked, you know, fantastic. Uh yeah, I, I, I agree with you on all facets, especially the one with the special teams. That look kind of, yeah. But it's only one game, and that's what I kept telling myself. You know, it's only one game, and hopefully we can get those, like, ironed out. That's what preseason's for, right? We can see where we're at and kind of make additions and subtractions in that way. Uh, both of those shows were fantastic. By the way, keep doing what you're doing. I love those uh, the throwback calls that we had, Lane Kiffin stuff like that. I was like, oh my God, I hadn't heard those names in years. And it was just, and I thought, God, he was awful. You know, I just just thought of that stuff and it made me laugh, made me smile. But anyways, I hope y'all having a good one, Raider Nation. Let's keep going. Let's keep this up. Keep up the good work, Raider Greg. I love you guys. Love y'all. Love you, Raider Nation. This is Bluegrass Raider, and I'm out. Yeah, you know, I don't get too emotional about the power rankings, but they're always pretty close to being right because... They follow Las Vegas. Now, Las Vegas doesn't want to lose a dollar. And that's why they come out with these rankings, because it's a betting thing. You know, 
they it's interesting how they do it. Raider Steve in Vegas knows exactly what they do. Um, but that's why the rankings are what they are, because it's about betting money. It's about the money line, bro. So that's why it kind of pisses me off. But we are the only ones who have the faith. The Raider Nation is. So I have faith that we're not going to be in the toilet. But it sure does upset me when it starts off that way. Because it seems to start off that way every freaking year. Thanks for the call, my good brother. Our next caller needs no introduction. It's the Prez. He's in the house. What's up, my man? Good Sunday, everyone. This is the Prez. This is the Prez. This is the Prez. Raider Randy, Raider Greg, Raider Nation, I salute you. It was a scrappy game last night. But once again, we're sitting there watching these young men trying to make the cut. Nothing more, nothing less. Relax, relax, relax. The starters are not in yet. We'll probably see some of them uh, in uh, next week game for a series of two before we get ready to start the season. I um, want to see um, the Hobbs guys looking pretty damn good. You know, um, hey, uh, Zay Jones, is that, is that his name I'm saying? Right? A um, couple of the little guys, I was kind of like starting to doze off because we got it kind of a little late here. Um, but uh, we need to work on that stopping the run, but I can't say that because we only got scrapper guys that's trying to make a change, so we can't say that yet, though. We fought the tooth and nail. We came through, as you already know, and that's what we're looking for, you know, another game, another W. More confidence these guys feel when they win these kind of games. I'm pretty sure John Gruden's going to go back and get some more X's and O's. I hope and pray that it's serious with our linebacker. He looked like he went down with a nice little nasty little um, stinger there. He was very promising. Um, linebackers is going to be kind of a concern for me this year. Uh, last year was death to corns, but it looked like the ugly linebacker episode might be rearing his head again. Um, hopefully there's some good free agents on the standby. On the downtown, when guys make the cuts and trim down the fat, you can never have enough good linebackers, though, but all for not, too, easy, too early to say. Um, hope everyone enjoyed it. Um, it was really uh, funny to sit there and see all those Raiders Inside of the brand new shiny LA Rams stadiums. Uh 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 uh. Piss, piss, piss. They basically just built a brand new stadium for us to travel on the road. That's gotta hurt. <laughs> I'm signing petty that. Uh, have a good one. Take care. And go Raiders. You know, we're all getting excited this year. We're seeing Zay Jones actually make some plays. Uh, I think he'll get on the field this year. There's a few other guys. I know we had some injuries in linebacker. I'm worried about that because it seems to be our Achilles heel every season. Um, I like Tanner Muse. I think he's doing a good job. I think we have some young players in there that can do it. Uh, Javen White was a loss, man. He was a good linebacker. So I hope he heals up or doesn't need any big-time surgery. Uh, Moreau, also a great player, as you know. But, uh, yeah, I'm concerned about the linebacking core, but I am lifted up with the new coaching and the new scheme. That leaves me much more rest. I'm not as agitated about just the linebackers. I think every position on the defense is going to improve, bro. You just watch. Appreciate the call, man. And my good brother Raider Steve in Las Vegas giving us the shout What's happening, bro? Raider Greg, Raider Steve in Vegas. Man, it's good to have the podcast back. Football's about to start. I am stoked, man. Went to the uh, the training camp practice the other day. Um, you know, it's my third or fourth time in the stadium. It's awesome. Skip the preseason game. I want my first game to be against the Ravens on Monday night. Can't wait for that, man. I'm driving around in my new car. It's silver and black. Uh, I, uh, I listened to your podcast last week, man, and I am so stoked because I keep, I don't understand why the Raiders are favored to finish last in the division. It doesn't make any sense, man. Like, uh, the Chiefs, they've played almost the entire whole season the last three years extra in playoffs and Super Bowl appearances and all that stuff. The Broncos, they just suck. I mean, their quarterbacks are mediocre. Um, they have no offense, you know, without a quarterback. 
And then the Chargers have a new coach, new system for everything. So I don't, I don't understand it at all, man. I think it's a joke. Uh, it's such a joke that I went and put $300 on the Raiders to win the division because I think they're going to do it. The only one standing our way is the Chiefs, but they're a couple injuries away from falling off the board, man. Uh, I am so stoked with the season. I just saw that, you know, we own the Rams in practice. I know it doesn't mean anything, and I'm sure the Rams are going to come back and smack us in the face. But still, uh, when's the last time you heard positive talk about a Raiders practice, right? Uh, barring injuries, man, I, I think I think we've got a good shot to at least make the playoffs this year, hopefully more. Uh, this is the best I've felt about a team in a long time. I can't wait to be in the stadium to watch it. Uh, so glad you're back on the air, brother. And when you come to Vegas, let me know. Let's do some tailgating. Uh, go Raiders. This is our year, man. I'm telling you, I can feel it. Let's go. Now, you would be the one to know about the betting line on the Las Vegas Raiders. You know it because you're in the middle of it. And, yeah, I don't believe it to be true either, especially the Broncos. I mean, come on, man. Their, their quarterback situation is still not settled. They got some new weapons to throw to, and they have a serious defense still that's very stout and healthy this year. I worry more about the defense than their offense. As far as the Chiefs go, we can beat them. We've showed we can. Uh, we've got an improvement as well. So um, I'm looking forward to that contest. And the Chargers, new coach, new offensive line. And, and their offensive line doesn't look half as stout as our offensive line. They do have a good quarterback, but I don't know, man. I'm not putting any money into the Chargers bucket either. I, I agree with you 100%. And hell yes, I'd love to come out to Vegas and be at a tailgate with you and the fam, brother. It would be an honor. Thank you for the call, as always. And last but not least, on this show, Raider Jesse James in the house. I love this guy. What's going on, my good brother? Hey, what's going on, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Jesse James out of Dallas. Hey, man, uh, first and foremost, I wanted to give you congrats because I know I uh, didn't call last episode. But on the first week, you were hoping that we kick some Seacocks ass. <laughs> and we did, I think, for the most part. So I was really stoked for you because I know you wanted that one, even though it's preseason. Um, secondly, I'll make this short, but I do want to say that, um, you know, every year, every fan and every team, we want to be optimistic. We want to be positive, except for the Cowboys right now or other teams such as maybe the Jets. But um, the Raider Nation, um, in the essence, we, we all come together, and, and I love it. Uh, you know, I love what we have, what we bring to the table. To this day, man, uh, fucking Raider Nation is just amazing, amazing. But what I did want to call and say is the boys out on the field, they freaking look buttoned up, man. They look um, more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You know what I'm talking about with more pizzazz. I'm not sure what it is, more swagger. The swagger is, uh, I feel like it's, it's coming back, you know, to, to the team. And that's something that we've been missing, uh, for quite some time now. I think since 2016, you know, we haven't had like a, like a little chip on it, sure, a little swagger to it. And, and this year I feel like we're doing it's buttoned up. It's more professional. It's everybody has, it has each other's back, you know, and, and, I love that, man, because that tells me that, you know, there's unity there within the locker room, even with, with all the naysayers and all that. And hopefully we're, we're um, off to a great start, you know, in the beginning. Um, I'm not one bit, you know, scared of uh, Winston in their first game. Is it Winston? No, I don't think it's Winston. It's fucking Lamar Jackson. Yeah, Lamar Jackson. I'm not I'm not uh, intimidated by him, man. I think what we have, and, you know, it's again, it's not about, uh, who you play is is how you you approach the game and your mentality. And I think that these these guys that that Green has put together and the staff that he's brought in and everything, I think it's it's a great start. I I can't help but to feel like we we have an opportunity this year. We really really do. So that being said, Raider Greg, let's go Raiders again. Appreciate the podcast. We'll always 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 listen to your podcast over any other podcast. And again, I I um. And definitely listen to other podcasts because you do like once a week now. Uh, but still, this is my favorite, my go-to, my OG. Ray to Gregor to Randy, keep doing this, man. 
And and uh, whatever happened with the other, I think you guys had like some collaboration or something, I think like a year or two ago, and I was stoked about that. I was like, man, y'all should put even ads on here, you know, just to, um, you know, get get some funds going or whatnot. But, yeah, let me know, man. Either way, let's go Raiders. I'm out. You know, it's funny that you would say that, too, because I feel a unity with this team. I feel a different vibe. Um, not so much with the quarterback because he is a question mark, especially in the red zone like we've talked about here. But as far as the team goes, it's got a rhythm. It's got a vibe. I think there's a different – I just think there's something different about the way the team's playing, offense and defense. I think iron sharpen iron and our defense have gotten so much better that our offense has to stand up too. I like it. I like our team. Uh, special teams I'm worried about. Also linebacker, of course. But all in all, I like the rhythm. I like the cadence. I like wh- how we've gone up to the line of scrimmage with urgency. And, uh, and, you know, it seems like they're finally getting it together as a team, which is a wonderful thing to see for me. I'm looking forward to a better season this year. Got a tough first game. The Ravens are real, and if we can come out of that, boy, the sky's the limit, my friend. Appreciate the call for sure, my brother. Raider Greg. Raider Greg. That game was bullshit. Okay, I'm sorry. I had to get it out. Shut your pie hole, Randy. I love it. All right, it's time for some throwback. (laughs) Now, Randy picked these calls out, so we'll see who it is. Um, But I know this. The Raider Nation is superiorly funny and smart and quick. And I love it. It's the best part of the show. So let's see what we've got some blast from the past. Who we got? The following five bone line calls were made in 2008, 2009, 2010, 2011, and 2012. And they were from the season opener post game show from each of those five years. One call from each year. Okay, Raider fans, here we go. The bone line. 1-800-620-7181. Roll the nation a bone. Throw me a bone. Get on there and throw your bones. If you don't like your first recording, do it two, three, five times. I don't care. We'll pick out the best one. Don't be shy. How could you be shy? You're a Raider fan. No, we're all loud and proud. Get on the bone line because we got some guys shouting it out right here. We got some great takes. And here they are. From the nation to your station. Well, Raider Nation, you guys came in big on the bone line. And I told you guys before... One of these days, there are going to be too many people. And, well, right now, it looks like there's too many people for this show, unless I want to get the show to two hours or whatever. And I don't think that's going to be happening because we like to keep it at a decent um, a decent level anyways as far as time goes. So we're going to play as many of these as we can and just throw them on out there. And if you don't get your phone line played, that's okay. And remember, if I don't play your message, man, it's not because you're not feeling the love here from the podcast because I listen to every single message every single time. So that's what I'm telling you right now. So let's get on to the bone line. The following call is from September 2008. The post-game show for the 2008 season opener versus the Denver Broncos in Oakland. And let's check it out. Who do we got first on the list? Archangel. Man, I'm telling you, hit it, Archangel. Archangel here, calling from the ATL over on the East Coast. Oh, God. Woke up this morning, 
after going to bed with the Raiders being down 17 nothing at half. Come to find out, final score, 41-14. to That was absolutely pathetic showing last night. My brother asked me before I left from work yesterday saying, uh, am I going to stay up and watch the game, the whole game? Well, I told him, it depends on how the game goes. If the Raiders are losing, getting blown out, then I'll be going to bed at halftime. If it's a decent game, then I'll stay up and watch it. Well, suffice to say, I went to bed at halftime. So all I can do is talk about the first half. D'Angelo Hall, he's still a knucklehead. He played the same way when he was here in Atlanta. But then again, I can't blame him because the defensive scheme that the Raiders had was pathetic. It was weak. It had holes in the defense like I don't know what. The Boca Royal from Denver, the only reason why he looks so good is because Evgeny was playing a freaking zone. If D. Hall would have been playing him man-to-man and bumped him at the line, he wouldn't have got off and got those easy catches like that. And if a quarterback having enough time to throw the ball, he's going to hit receivers. And speaking of quarterbacks, Jay Cutler, he had it all night long to sit back and throw quarterbacks. I don't believe the Raiders had a sack at all. I know they didn't have one in the first half. I don't know about the second half, like I said. Evidently, Denver must have put in their coaching staff to play against the Raiders in order for the Raiders to get those 14 points. Offense, I mean, come on, guys. The line was straight-up trash as usual. Rob Ryan, I said it before, and I'm going to say it again. He should have been gone this year because his defensive schemes are pathetic. But anyway, it's just one game. Like they always say, one game doesn't make a season, but, oh, my God, I am so embarrassed. I really do not feel like going into work today because I'm going to get ripped to shreds because all my friends' football team had won their games yesterday and on Sunday except with me, so I am going to get tortured. But once again, still going to be a Raiders fan for life, but still it hurts to see how bad they continue to play. Anyway, I'm out. And I'm hurting. Archangel from Atlanta. That's right, man. That's zone defense for the Marshmallow Hall. Uh, it ain't happening. That guy got burnt by a rookie. You're absolutely right. And halftime, I don't blame you, brother. I had to sit there and watch it. Okay. <laughs> so he is a knucklehead. And I know I feel the pain here with the torture at work. We all do because we all felt the same. You had a good take. I'm glad you called in. Thanks for calling in, brother. I feel you, especially with the beatings at work. Okay, we got next. The following call it from September 2009. We have Rada Seas from Cypress, California. What you got to say, brother? What's up, Raider Greg? This is Raider Seas calling from Cyprus. Well, I'm not calling from Cyprus. I'm actually calling from the game, man. I'm just leaving. Raiders against the stupid Chargers, and guess what, man? Yeah, we lost. We lost ugly. Defense was looking weak, man, towards the end. Playing some soft defense that wasn't about shit. Jamarcus Russell looked like garbage. I don't understand what the hell's going on with our team, bro. You know, I'm very frustrated. I'm flying down here with my son, going to his first football game, and guess what? I have to bring him to a game that he lost. How do you think my boy feels, and how do I think? Oh, boy. I'm losing words over here, man, because this is just frustrating, bro. It's very frustrating. Raider Nation, this is bullshit. We need to get rid of Jamarcus Russell. He's a piece of shit. I know you guys feel me on this. It's time, man. Third year, bro. Third year, he needs to go. Raider Greg, man, you're doing a great job, man. You keep me going through the season, man. There's no football. But right now, oh, man, I'm having a hard time coping with this. I really thought we were going to get a W, bro. But you know what, man, I've seen a lot of guys wide open, and Jamarcus sat there and didn't do shit, like always. So hopefully, man, next week we can pull this off, bro. We can make this happen. You know, the city nation on mine forever for life, man. But right now, bro, my bubble is busted. Got to go back, stay in the room, take that flight back to Orange County next, um, tomorrow. Uh, you know how I feel, Raider Nation. You know how I feel, man. I feel lousy, bro. 
Anyway, man, you guys keep up doing what you're doing. It's all good, man. I'll be listening. As the Raiders get on the winning streak, I will be back to the Mecca. All right, Raider Nation, I'm out. Well, man, let me first let me say, have good heart, brother. I know you're a passionate fan. You want us to win. I want us to win. But we were four. You know, it was like we were down. We're supposed to be lost by two touchdowns, two and a half touchdowns, whatever it was. It was crazy. And we showed everybody that we're the real deal. Trust me, man. Jamarcus does suck. He's got to get it together. And maybe he will. It's the first game of the season. But as far as bringing your son to his first Raider game, check this, brother. My daughter... My young, youngest daughter has not been to a winning game yet, and she's gone quite a bit. I can't even count the games, but a shitload. So I feel for your son, but my, like my daughter said, it's a lot of fun, and there's nothing like the Raider Nation. Don't tell me you didn't have a good time, man, because I know you did. All right, brother. Thanks for the call. All right, who's next? The following call is from September 2010. And of course, we have walking to the podium in a slow and depressing way. <laughs> My good brother, the man who made the trip, who put the ducats down to make the trip, who put his hard-earned scratch down to watch this pathetic performance. My friend, Juan Jorge. This is Juan Jorge calling in just to get my thoughts on this pathetic game. Well, before I even go there, I just want to thank Peyton, the Virginia Raider, for coming down. He's a cool-ass guy. It was really nice meeting you, man. Um, I'm sorry the game turned out like this, but it was nice seeing you, and hopefully you can make it down to Oakland sometime soon. As for the game, where do I fucking start? Have we not been saying it for fucking years? that this offensive line needs a fucking tackle? How, as fans, can we see something and the coaches who see them every fucking day can't? It makes no fucking sense to me. Our left and right tackle are hideous. Mario Henderson and Langston Walker, his big ass can't fucking move for shit. He's too damn tall. He doesn't get leverage. The Titans defense has a bunch of nobodies. And we, and, and we can't block them? Are you fucking kidding me? Jason Campbell was running for his life the whole fucking game. The whole game. Chris Johnson was the guy that we're supposed to be worried about. Not the goddamn front line of the defense. This just amazes me. It amazes me. And, I mean, the Raider Nation showed up. The Raider Nation travels. Even after an off-season of optimism, an off-season of uh, direction where we knew we could see the light at the end of the tunnel, now that tunnel's fucking closed. I can't see a light at all. I mean, wh- I, don't know, I don't understand what else we could fucking do. We cut one of the biggest busts in NFL history, Jamarcus Russell. We got Jason Campbell. We started Mario Henderson. We switched centers. We got rid of Cornell Green, put Langston Walker in. That was stupid because they both lick ass. I just, we drafted Rolando. We have Lamar Houston. We have Cameron Wembley. I don't get it. This team is supposed to be 10 times better than it was last year. Light years better, actually. But it's not. It's the same old Raiders. And I'm not so sure that we're even going to beat the Rams right now. It's a very winnable game, but if we do win it, it's going to be by hair. And if we're not careful, this game could slip out of our hands. And let me say one more thing. After seven years of losing, and the Raider Nation still being here, supporting this team, and them coming out and playing like that, makes me fucking sick to my stomach. The fact that the the Rams game is on the verge of selling out after them playing like that is disgusting. I will not be surprised if the Rams game, if that is the only game we sell out. How do the Raiders expect to get support 
with this product that goes on the field. Eight and eight is a stretch now to me. Right now, we'll be lucky to win five games the way we played. I hate to say it, fellas, but I'm just trying to be as realistic as possible. But it is what it is. And, um, you know, going back to before the game, it was fun. The tailgate was cool. It was cool seeing LP Field. Their fans are way too nice. It makes me sick, too. Their fans are too nice. It's ridiculous. (laughs) Whatever. I'm glad to be home. And I can't wait to go back to the Coliseum and have some tailgaters barbecue. We need to silence the lambs. But right now, I'm not so sure that's going to happen. Like I said, if we win, it's going to be by a hair. If we lose, we're getting blown out again. This is Juan Jorge. And I'm a sick Raider fan. And I'm out. Very well said. (laughs) I don't need to say anymore. Good job, Juan. Thanks for hanging with us out there in Nashville. The following calleth from September 2011. Next is my very good friend, whining like a biatch, Colorado Chris, because we didn't go to this game. I wanted to go. I just couldn't go. What's up, Chris? Yo, Colorado Chris. Fucking 1.30 in the morning. That is an ugly win. Denver's ugly, we are ugly, but they were uglier. Um, hey, Randy, Greg, I'm going to take my whole fucking two minutes because i ca- you know, I got a couple things to say. Janikowski, I've been calling that for like ten years. It's about fucking time you get the record. And um, I don't give a fuck if we go 2-14. and 14. I just need to win over the Broncos. Um, hanging out in Colorado, my home state, not my home state, I'm from Washington State, but my home, uh, my home right now, having Juan, Skyler, and Raider Mike come out was pretty fucking special, hanging out with those guys, which brings me to my gripe that you and Randy didn't come, and I personally think that's unacceptable. Home, you know, season opener, Monday night football, come on, guys, come the fuck out. It was worth it. It was good. The weather was good. It wasn't too cold for you, Greg. Fuck, we go fish. Anyway, it's all good, man. I spent five hours in a golf cart with Raider Mike. You guys have no idea what that's like, but it was pretty fun, man. We had a great time. I made a quick, easy 20 bucks, but I'm a golf pro, so that's what we do. But anyway, Raiders, Broncos suck. I just need to beat the Broncos. That's all I ask for. Um, That's all I got, man. I don't call very often, but when I do call, it's usually after a win. And again, seeing Mike, seeing Juan, Skyler, and uh, Raider, the Nebraska Raider too, man. He came out, he drove out, cool cats. So anyway, hey man, talk to you soon, guys. Peace. <laughs> Five hours in a golf cart with Raider Mike. Well, <laughs> and you live to tell about it. That's the best thing. I'm sure you had a blast with the crew, man. Great people, all of them. And, uh, well, we're going to have to make it out there, man. I have to make it up to you somehow. You know how it is. It's how we roll. And uh, we'll get out there, brother, I promise. And we'll show you how to catch real fish. They're called bass. (laughs) The following call is from September 2012. And next we have one of my very special callers, Raiders special, Ed. This is a perfect call for this game. I love this guy. What's up, brother? You exiled to St. Louis. I love it. What's up? Man, I'm watching this game, and shit. Pathetic, man. Pathetic. Hayward Bay, Moore, Ford. Quit using them. Quit using them. Yet the young kids come in there and let uh, Palmer work with them. Because obviously he doesn't get to work with them enough, but they're the only ones that are going to get on the field. Man, McFadden's been a stud all night, but he can't carry the whole thing, you know. And the defense, shit. You better learn how to defend the pass. Because I watched the Denver game, and Peyton Manning ain't no joke. This is pathetic. 
Special teams, all I can say about them is, damn, I'd make them motherfuckers walk home tonight. This is crazy, man. i never seen a team fall apart this damn bad. This is not Raider football, and I don't think it's Carson Palmer's fault. We got these premier wide receivers that he's supposed to work with and been working with, and they're hurt all the damn time. Defense stopped the run really good, but no kidding, man. They got to learn to stop that pass. Oh, I don't know, man. This oh, it's frustrating. And I didn't get to watch any of the preseason because, you know, here in St. Louis, you don't get to see shit, even on with Sunday ticket. In fact, man, I'll be tired at work tomorrow because this game's running late, but I had to watch it. I don't know. hate to talk bad about my team, but, man, we got some issues, issues big time. Hopefully they work it out. And we pulled this one out of our, you know, this season out of our ass. But, you know, the eight most important games you have in a season is your divisional ones. And we're about to lose to the San Diego fucked up Chargers, man. Ugh, it's frustrating. It is frustrating. Anyway, still, Raider Nation to the core. Love my team, and I'll stay with them. Thanks for letting me rent. I'm out. Need I say more? This is a perfect example of the Raider Nation saying it like it is. Um, that's it. We lost. And uh, in an ugly way. <laughs> Thank you for the call, brother. Always good. And always Raider Nation. Well, that is it for the throwback calls. I love it. Love hearing about Lane Kiffin and Jamarcus Russell and Carson Palmer, who actually played like Arnold Palmer. Um, but not golf-wise. It was like having all the Arnold Palmer throwing balls because Carson just didn't like Raider Nation. Carson Palmer didn't want to be a Raider. Uh, matter of fact, when he left here, he put up some incredible numbers. Yeah, Carson Palmer was another popcorn fart in Raider history, another guy that couldn't make it, wouldn't make it, and really shouldn't make it in the silver and black. Great history. The fans are always rocking. We might not be as a team rocking, but holy mackerel, just to hear what we've gone through, and that's just a few of them. It's pretty funny, um, but I just think that there's a brighter moments ahead of us with where we're at right now. Trust me, man. I've said it before. But I'm going to say it again. We're going to get better, and we're going to have to start this year because... Well, John Gruden, he's on the hot seat. And I got to say it, and I'll say it for sure. He's on the hot seat. He's going to get his ass off that hot seat. He's got to win some games. So get your ass off the hot seat, coach, so we can win. I am Raider Greg, and I am out. Out.